Hi, my name is Jordan Morrison, and this is episode 41 of It Is What It Is. And if you were born in 94, you understand what I'm going through. This is our year. And I've been acting like turning 30 isn't bothering me. Like when my friends ask me or when my family ask me, I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. I'm going to keep it low key. Not going to do much. But the truth is, it's eating me alive. And I hate the reasons that it's bothering me. I really do. I know that it's, I know it's just like my problem. I know it's my issues. It's me letting things get the best of me. Like society telling me I should have certain things figured out by 30. And those things are like having a family and knowing what you're doing with your life and all that, like, Everything that everyone has ever struggled with at any age, for some reason, our society puts a big emphasis on it at 30 and it's been getting to me. It's been stressing me out and I've been trying to like play it cool and I'm not doing a very good job about playing it cool. So I just wanted to come on this episode and be completely honest. I wanted to share how I'm feeling because maybe some other people are feeling the same way. Who knows? But 30 just seems weird. It seems like I should, it seems like I should be somewhere else in life. But like where that is, couldn't tell you, couldn't point to it on a map, couldn't describe it. It just feels like where I'm at is wrong. And I know where I'm at is not wrong, but it feels that way. Why does it feel that way? You know, it's so weird. And I stress about my time, like, I stress about how I'm spending my time. Am I spending my time right, right now? Am I doing the right things right now? I stress about how I've spent my time leading up to 30 years old. Did I spend that time right? You know, I, I stress out about the time that I spent making the wrong decisions and, and, and treating people poorly and lying and, and all, all the mistakes I've ever done, you know, um, I stress myself out about how I've spent that time and the time I'm spending now and where I'm going to be at, like where, like, how am I going to spend, you know, the rest of my time? What does that look like? Um, and, it, and will I be spending it the right way? And I know that's a lot. I just like word vomited it a lot about being 30, but that's how I feel. I, like I constantly feel all of those things and if it wasn't for my podcast, if it wasn't for me saying essentially to myself and recording it, giving myself the tools and reminders of how I get through tough times, I wouldn't have snapped out of this so quickly. And, and yeah, I've been struggling with it for some time and I, I'm still struggling with it. You know, there's no like magic solution just makes everything all right. But a few weeks ago, I said on the podcast, I said, Hey, when you like slow down and you try not to be superhuman, like none of us are superhuman, you know, we're human. If you slow down and you do the human things like breathing and drinking water and stretching and like taking the present moment in, like when I do more of those things, when I do more human stuff, I remember that it's all going to be okay and that it always is okay, you know, um, it's not to say that there's not like real challenges or like tough times, but genuinely 
you've gotten yourself to this point and you're going to get yourself on to the next stuff and it's going to be great. It's going to be as great as, as you make it genuinely. Um, I do a pretty poor job at, you know, seeing things half full. I'm very like critical and, and all that. So all of that to say, give yourself a break. If you were born in 94, it's going to be cool. It's going to be rad. I, like legit, I, I hear from my friends that are like in their 30s. They say that your 30s are like your 20s, but it's better because you have money and experience and all that kind of stuff. So who knows? We'll see. Um, my birthday's coming up and I've been stressing about like, what am I going to do? Um, I reached out to some people, you know, and like I there there was a there's a like, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough out there. Let me just tell you that it is. It's tough out there. Because you think you know what you want, you know, you might reach out to somebody and you might think like, hey, I think like, I think this could be right, you know, and uh, you try to give your effort into, into like reaching out or being the person that is like making things happen. And it like, it doesn't always work. And that's fine. And I've been trying to be more understanding and more and just a little bit more mellow about like things not working out. They're not supposed to work out with everybody. So like a majority of the people it's not going to work out with. And that's fine. That's cool, my guy. There's nothing wrong with that. Like let it be what it is. Like let it be something that didn't work out. Y'all are friends now or whatever. I don't know. I like, I, I don't know why I do this, but I romanticize things in my head. I, I The best explanation for why men romanticize things in their heads is because like all the movies and the tv shows and everything we watch like when we're kids like you're you got to be the knight in shining armor and a lot of times i want to be that but do i really do i really want like i like it needs to be like a relationship needs to be like supportive both ends and there is a, a i think a beautiful dynamic in like the feminine and the masculine, you know, and like those two energies support each other. I think that's great, you know, but it doesn't always work out. So that is some um, just, you know, hard, honest truth that I wanted to break down here at the beginning of the episode. But it's how I was feeling is what I needed to say. I needed to get it out. I needed to just move and shake with it, you know, be a little different, be a little different. But uh, what else? You know, speaking of age, the one person that doesn't want to be commenting on age at this very moment is Bill Clinton. And oh boy, if that Epstein list, if the full thing ever comes out, oh boy. I mean, the fact that like we're just chilling going along with a former president who's married to a presidential candidate as of recently. Oh man, he was at Epstein's Island how many times? Doing what? Yo, and and even more so, if you are somebody who voted for the kid sniffer, just know that the kid stif- sniffer president was endorsed by 
Mr. Bill Clinton, who was on the Epstein list on the island doing some shady stuff, you know, and the president that you voted for was endorsed by Bill Clinton. So think about that because it's kind of a fucked up scenario and just know that like that's y'all's team that that's your side and your side has some pretty sketchy stuff going on. I mean, let's stack it all up. If you stack all the stuff up as of late, it was kind of a, oof, kind of a rough place to be in. I'll tell you what, definitely a rough place to be in because it's, you know, it's bad. And when I can't, I hope the whole list comes out. I hope, I mean, Hollywood's disgusting. DC's disgusting. It's all bad. It's not great. And, and I'm, I'm really serious about this. This is something that I'm passionate about. I am starting a support group and I'm, it's for my friends. It's for my family. If, and it's especially for men. So if you're a man and you are a friend of mine or family member and you have been voting liberal and you need a support group and you're ready to stop voting with the Epstein client list and the kid sniffers and the people who are just destroying our country. I'm not saying that you have to vote right, but you don't have to vote liberal anymore. And I'm starting a support group. I'm here. I will accept you in open arms. I will make sure nobody teases you for believing that COVID was not made in a lab. I'll forgive you for wearing masks and then taking them off to eat and then putting them back on. Like, we won't make fun of you for that, I promise. We won't make fun of you for having eight vaccines for the same thing that doesn't work. Um, we won't make fun of you for that either. I, I promise, I promise this is a safe space. Everyone, that's what they're saying. Everyone's saying it's a safe space that I provide. So liberal support group, if you're ready to stop voting with, the, with, with like Bill Clinton, Epstein client list, again, he, he endorsed Joe Biden and then you voted for him. What, what, what kind of team are you playing for over there? You, you don't need to be embarrassed anymore. You can vote conservative. You can be a man. You can join the good side. Hey, we believe in, in God. We believe in con conserving the rights of the constitution. Um, come join us. It's, it's dope over here. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would feel awful if our side was the one sniffing kids and, and doing shady shit at Epstein Island. So anytime you want to publicly just, just announce that you're, you're not crazy anymore. Come see me support group. I'm, I'm a open arms. I'm your guy. I'm here. It's me. I got you. So just wanted to let you know. Also wanted to let you know on that same point. Um, I don't know why I was thinking about this. I don't know when it came up in all the thought process of this last week. But the truth is college is a waste of time. It's straight up. Like unless you're like a doctor or a lawyer or unless somebody can teach me to be Theo Vaughn, then college is a waste of time. And I'm telling you that right now, I graduated with some stupid people and like, I'm kind of stupid and I graduated college too. So I'm not surprised that companies are dropping 
the college requirement because it's like it's a crapshoot like whether you have your degree or not doesn't really matter like i you know i work with other people you know from different companies and, and whatever that have their degrees and i'm sometimes i want to scream um so if you're out there and you're like hey i don't know what to do for college like if you're trying to figure that out go to a junior college it's the same shit just way cheaper um that is just some advice that i needed to get out like it, it's been chilling inside of me like here's a story for you i had a professor at cal poly and that professor was like hey you can't use pronouns when you don't know what that person goes by so if you're gonna cite somebody you can't say she you have to say that person's name right that was that was what they instilled in us when joe biden and kamala harris won the presidency won the presidency when they st stole you can't say that because apparently that uh, that'll get you indicted. But when they stole that election, what happened in my class was hilarious because that same professor, he goes, this is our first female vice president. And I said, but 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 hold on. You can't assume anyone's gender that you don't personally know. You're assuming Kamala's, you're assuming the 40 whatever presidents we had, vice presidents we had before that, but, but, but. assuming makes an ass out of just you in this case, not me, because you have these dumb pronoun rules. So yeah, college, I mean, they like to position themselves as like super smart, but are they? Look at what's going on at Harvard. She just plagiarized everything and it is still backed by the former president, Barack Obama. And she like plagiarizing is, I thought you couldn't do that. Is, am I wrong? You can't do that. You can't plagiarize. And she still gets her salary and bennies. <laughs> what? <sighs> we live in a clown world. Epstein's client list still no arrests no indictments like bill clinton arrest that guy i don't care arrest bill clinton that shit's crazy shit's crazy and if you can't admit that that shit's crazy you're crazy so that i mean that was stuff i needed to get out of me i just need to talk about you know it's my show they say they say this is my show i know it's my show so i run my show how I want to run my show. It's my show. Thank you. Um, what am I? I'm, let me now say something I'm grateful for. I'm grateful. I am very grateful for um, like pursuing a dream, pursuing a goal. I think one of the coolest things when pursuing a goal is the universe starts to like open up and reveal secrets to you on the way to your goal. Like it gives you little like nuggets of knowledge of how to do things better helps you connect the dots or like i i think it's i think it's incredible i think it's beautiful i think it's so much fun i think i think the hard work is hard work when going down um any endeavor going down the road <clears throat> but um but honestly it's worth it the the like satisfaction 
gratification, like all of those things that come with it, albeit they're selfish, but like it feels good. It's cool. Give yourself the opportunity to have like the stars align and things work out for you and start to make sense. It's super dope. I, I 10 out of 10 would recommend you chase your dream, do the thing, write the book, write the song, take that picture, say the joke, do it. It's a hundred percent worth it. It is a hundred percent worth it. So I appreciate y'all letting me blabber into the abyss because it's one of my, one of my favorite things to do. And it just, it's, it's good for me. It's good for, it's good for my soul. It's good for my heart. It's good for my brain. It's just good for me. And I love it. Love it. I love that for me. You know, I do. I do love that for me. What I don't love for me though, is I, I'm just, I'll be at the gym and I'm like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'm in there four five, six times a week, anywhere, you know, from four to six times a week, call it five. I'm in there five days a week and I, I, I work out hard, but I'm never going to look like the dudes on juice without, without juice. And in my massive brothers out there, my, my, my brothers of the, of the fold or whatever the, I don't even know what the saying is, but my gym bros tell me right now, what do I need to do? What's this like? Do I just need to get on gear? Is that my solution? Is that going to raise me? Cause like I say it all the time, I'm a solid seven. <laughs> like I think I'm a seven, but would steroids take me from a seven to an eight? Because if, if so, I need to have that conversation with whoever is in charge of like making dudes jacked and huge. Like who's doing like, what, what am I missing? Am I missing a shot in the butt? Is that what I'm missing? Is that is it, going from a seven to an eight as a guy, you can't do like, we don't have fake titties. What, what is the equivalent for the, the male fake titties? Is it steroids? Would that make me from maybe seven, 6.57 to eight? Is it a whole point? Are fake titties a whole point? I don't make the rules. I'm, I'm just asking because I'm if bigger shoulders is going to give me that extra point, I'm down. Somebody tell me, please. And I would be honest about it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, nah, bro, I'm natty. I'm natty. I, I hate that energy. And every, every guy on roids is like, I'm natty. I take that back. I know a couple guys who are honest and they're super rad. They're cool about it, but I'll do whatever I have to do. I, you know, I don't know. I'm just looking for that extra point because dating is hard. Dating's hard in Nashville. Dating's hard anywhere, but dating is hard. It really is. So I'm looking for that extra point to do whatever it is, um, to, to, to take me to that next level. You know, I really am. And, and dating's hard. Like, like, you know, I've, you know, I'm, 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 I'm fortunate enough, you know, that, uh, that, you know, some things work out, some things don't, but like, I just recently, I just recently, like, I don't know, a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, I had to break up with a girl and it was, it got messy. It, like it, it, it wasn't pretty. And, and when is it ever, you know, 
I, like it, it, it actually made me start thinking about other times when I had to do it. But, you know, it's, it's on a street. Nobody likes to do it. It's not fun. I had to do it a couple days ago. I had to, had to break up with a girl and, and she got nasty. She was like, whatever, your podcast sucks. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, well, the difference between you and my podcast is my podcast is worth recording. So how about that? Now both of our days ruined. Look at that. And like my whole life, things that stuck out with me were breakups. Cause like a lot of times they get nasty, you know, like sly little punches here and there. <clears throat> What's up with that? I don't know. Why do they have to get nasty? I know that I learned from Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, this is your fault. They say it's your fault. I say it's your fault. Nick Cannon, this is your fault. The reason I break up with girls and it gets nasty, it's because of Nick Cannon. And let me tell you, when I was a little kid, the first breakup I ever had to do, I told the homies, I said, hey, everybody, it's going down. At lunchtime, I'm breaking up with Veronica. You guys aren't going to want to miss this. So I tell the boys, and, and like everyone's around at lunch. Nobody left. Everyone stayed to watch what happened. And again, I learned this from Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. And it was ruthless. But I, it, like anytime I break up with a girl, I always think about it. And Veronica, I'm so sorry. Because what I did as I, I, I had Veronica right in front of me and all the boys are standing watching and I start looking like I pick up Veronica's hair and I look behind her ear and, I, you know, looking in her bag and then... She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what, what are you looking for? And I, I'm like, is it in your pocket? You know, she's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, my feelings, I lost them for you. And, she, and just who says that? Who does that? It, and ever since then, I've because of Nick Cannon, I always have to do some wild and out shit when I break up with a girl. And so when she said, your podcast sucks. And I said... Well, the only difference between you and my podcast is my podcast is worth recording. Let me tell you, wasn't a pretty sight. I'm just like both of our days ruined, over, done. Go back to bed, like just go to bed at that point, start over fresh, wake up, try again. Cause that one, that one wasn't it. But, um, yeah, that was, um, that was a lot. That was a lot tonight. You know, we, uh, we talked about a lot. We really did. Um, I want to tell you that you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. Keep hitting your workouts. Keep eating good. Keep telling the people that you love, that you love them and like chase some shit, do some, do something that's fun to you. I don't know what that is. You might not know what it is, but just try something. Um, I'm trying this podcast. This is episode 42, 41. It's episode 41. It's not even 42. Episode 41. And I have a, I have one last story for y'all. And it, uh, it helped me out this week. And this story is about a good friend of mine. His name is Dan. If you know me, you know what Dan I'm talking about. And Dan is a great guy and I feel like I could do a whole episode on Dan for sure. But let me tell you this about Dan. Dan is a great friend. Dan has amazing advice and Dan is always there when you need him. And Dan taught me to write 
love notes to myself. And I think that was one of the coolest things that Dan has ever done for me because it helped me this last week. And um, I hope it helps you too. write yourself a little note on a, on a sticky note, tell yourself that you have a nice smile and that you're proud of yourself and that you are a hard worker and slap that bitch on the mirror and look at it every day when you wake up and put notes around your house and remind yourself that you're dope because you are. And so is Dan. So leave y'all with that little story to end episode 41. So I hope y'all have a great day and I'll see you soon. Bye.